want to take a moment to retract something that I am going to say within this episode when I'm referring to talking about the energy of the planet Jupiter. I refer to it as being Diddy energy, which I have referred to before. Um, I'm not retracting this just based on the Cassie allegations, although um, I should have really thought that out before uh, Cassie even came forward. As somebody who actually likes Cassie's music, um, if you're not familiar, she has put out music since um, her one song, Me and You, that we all know and love. Um, I should have known better and should have done, should have really thought that out before I started talking. But when I thought of somebody dancing around with a lot of money, I thought of Diddy. Uh, however, I want to say as somebody who is a survivor of severe sexual assault, that I 100% stand with Cassie. I doesn't matter about if you believe allegations or not. It's about how difficult it is to come forward whenever something that difficult or and painful and traumatic happens to you. It's important to speak up when you want to or if you want to. And as a survivor myself, it's not something I'm going to talk about as far as what happened to me. Um, but I 100% commend Cassie for speaking up and thank her for that. And I want to retract that. And let's just say that Jupiter has Pitbull energy. I don't know why I didn't think of Pitbull. He's kind of a great <laughs> example of what a human would, uh, if Jupiter was a human, what they would be like. Very much so Pitbull. Okay. <laughs> and hopefully there's no terrible allegations that are about to come out about Pitbull, but enjoy the episode. Consider this my trigger warning. I a hundred percent apologize. I know that Certain terms, etc., can be very triggering, and that was not my intention. Enjoy the episode. Ciao. Bonjour, Nermans. I am Josie, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, and you are tuned in to the frequency of the Luanova podcast. And happy Friday. <laughs> this is a Friday right before a holiday, so I know that you all are really excited, especially if honestly you hate your job and you are just excited to have some time off. If you work in corporate America, you're probably like, it's not that happy. I still got to work at the beginning of next week, depending on how much off time you have. And for those of you that are feeling that way, I advise you in 2024 to start looking elsewhere, okay? It is possible um, and do not ever doubt yourself and think that you don't have the skill level to move. Yes, you do. You are. You know how, have you ever heard you're not a tree? You can move? Well, trees move too, so you can too. <laughs> but today's lesson is going to be pretty simple. It's about gratitude. And it is one where I am not necessarily teaching you anything new. I am teaching you something you're aware of already. And it is how to express gratitude for where you're at in your life so that you can continue to bring in more of what you want out of your life. So with November being the 11th month of the year, we are going to focus on the spirituality of the number 11. In numerology, number 11 is considered a very spiritual number. It is also still Scorpio season. We're right here at the tail end of it. We're about to transition into Sagittarius season. And the thing that we can learn from Scorpio is something I mentioned already, which is that transformation is not easy, but it is necessary. But in order to transform your life into one that you want, 
it is important that you are grateful for everything in your life. And so today's technique is going to be extremely short. I'm not going to be teaching you something that you don't already know how to do. And we're just going to call this the 11 by 11 method. Okay. Cause honestly, I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually what it's called or not. And I'm sure that um, other people have seen a similar method somewhere on social media, etc. But this is just something that uh, off the top of my head, I thought of and decided to go with for today's topic. But you know the drill, you know the vibes. We got to get into this week's collective reading. I also want to announce I will no longer be discussing my very long disclaimer. You have heard it many times, and so if you are new here, you can listen to some of the most recent episodes to hear my disclaimer before I do a collective reading. So, <clears throat> I am currently shuffling the cards, and this is a one card pool, and I do not read reversals. So what is your message for the week? Let's get into the energy of my collective new moons. I call all of you new moons because we are always in the phase of progressing. I hope so. That is what life is about. Constantly progressing and knowing that the divine puts you here <clears throat> for to be happy and for a happy life. Whatever that entails for you, it's different for all of us. So your card for the week, New Moons, is the Three of Pentacles. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay, let me tap into the energy of what I'm feeling. The Three of Pentacles is exactly what it sounds like. If you're familiar with what a, pin what a pinnacle looks like, and then um, you're very, you know, you understand that it's typically related to finances, and especially in the tarot. This is card number three, so if that number resonates with you, there you go. <clears throat> and what I'm picking up on, and by the way, yeah, if you are new here, just know I don't typically do serious readings unless I feel the energy of needing to, but it just depends. Um, and what I'm picking up on here is that your creative juices are flowing. You might have something that you're really good at doing, and maybe you don't have the resources but other people see how good you are at it and so they are pushing to help you you know maybe start a business go to school for it something because they are picking up on how creative you are they are picking up on that this is something that makes you truly happy i advise you to look into depending on what that would mean for you um, if it's something where you can get an apprenticeship, then I definitely advise doing so. If it's something where you can just learn from people <clears throat> in general who might have a little bit of knowledge about whatever it is that you're feeling creative and drawn towards, then I advise asking them. Just reach out to them. The only thing that, you know, what are they going to say? No? And that's fine. If they do, then find somebody else who's willing to give you some insight. But you are i'm picking up on somebody who's extremely creative and that means something different for all of us and for instance i do my own acrylic nails and everywhere i go somebody is stopping me because they are just blown away by my nails um, as you all know i'm not a nail tech 
but it, it would be fun to, to be one. It's just not something that I do at the moment. And um, I, it's one of my creative outlets, one of many. So if you have a creative outlet that you're really leaning into, then I advise you to stop suppressing it. I advise you to really lean into it. And that is your message for the week, the Three of Pentacles. I realized that when I was reading um, my listener's question that I didn't finish the actual question. I just jumped into the answer. So my apologies for that. Uh, please feel free to fast forward a little bit <laughs> because I jumped right into the answer. But his question was that as a Pisces sun, when is it going to get better? <laughs> when am I going to... Essentially, when am I going to see some improvement in my life? Because I'm having a really difficult time. And I, he remembered me talking about Pisces kind of having a, kind of a tough time if you are experiencing your Saturn returns. So my apologies again for jumping right into the answer of what Saturn returns even is and what that means for a lot of people who fall under the sign of Pisces, especially depending on what age group you're under. Okay, my apologies. Before we jump into the manifestation techniques for the day, I want to address a uh, a question that I got on TikTok. It was really it was it was funny, but and also know that whenever you send me questions, please send them to the inbox Luanova Podcast at Outlook.com. Again, that is Lua Nova, so the name of the show podcast at Outlook.com, and that's all going to be one word. There's no spaces. There's nothing. Luanova podcast at outlook.com. I do not respond to scams. In fact, I report them. There is like a government email that you can report them to. That's who I send those to. But everybody else, if you want to book a reading with me, or if you want to send in a question to the show, then you can do it there. And if you want to remain anonymous, then just let me know. The reason why I am answering his question is that he is a listener of the show and we, I always told you, if you all reach out to me and tell me, hey, I listen to your show and, and can you follow me back on TikTok? I will do just that. Only on TikTok because that's the one I use the most. That's the social media platform that I prefer. But his question is that he is a Pisces son and that he's been having kind of a difficult year. And I asked him his age and he sure enough is about to be or is uh, 29. I don't remember for sure because I don't have his message pulled up right now. <laughs> but he's either about to be 29 or he's 29. I don't remember 100%. But currently, Saturn is in what is called Saturn Returns. Saturn is the planet that takes no shit, that is very structured, that is very much so about achieving your dreams and will not sugarcoat it. It is very, it has a very fatherly energy to it. And I know that I mentioned this about Jupiter having a fatherly energy. Think of Jupiter as being more like sugar daddy, uh, daddy warbucks, just wants to see you do well in life, just wants to throw money at you, just wants, is, is big diddy energy. Just money everywhere, we're dancing, we're partying, we're having a great time. Saturn is the exact opposite. Saturn is the father that is going to sit you down and tell you about yourself. And it's everything that you need to hear. Think of that energy. Okay, so big father energy. <laughs> and Saturn is currently in the sign of Pisces. 
this is a big event because Saturn has not been in the sign of Pisces for 30 years. So for the first time in 30 years, Saturn is in the sign of Pisces. Think of Pisces energy. Pisces is a dreamer. Pisces is very creative and very sensitive. Of the water signs, they, they are considered the most sensitive. Um, as somebody whose mother is a water sign and whose boyfriend is also a water sign, I would say that I agree as far as what I've seen from the Pisces sign. And also keep in mind that when it comes to your birth chart, your moon sign and your ascendant sign can determine a big part of how you behave and a big part of how you see the world. So if you are a Pisces and you're not that emotional, likely it has a lot to do with your moon sign or your ascendant sign because they are just as important. You all can probably tell that I oftentimes act like my moon sign. I am, my moon sign is in Leo. My ascendant sign is in Pisces. So I am what I consider an emotional Virgo, which is not very common. <laughs> okay. So whenever Saturn is in Pisces, look at your birth chart to find where Pisces is. If your Saturn is in Pisces, then Saturn returns is going to have a big effect on you. And Saturn energy is about where we are right now and where we want to be. And so Saturn energy will shake shit up if it's, if it's as though you're not really moving forward. If think of a father that sees your potential and does not see you living up to that potential and is very disappointed. However, this is not a father who is hands-off. This is a father who is hands-on and it's like, I'm going to have to get involved here because you are not moving forward and you are throwing away your potential. Think of that energy, okay? So, I will say that it will not necessarily affect you in a negative way. Saturn will be in the sign of Pisces until May 24th, 2025. Okay. <laughs> so if you are experiencing a difficult time, I'm not saying it's going to go on until 2025. What I am saying to you is that there may be massive transformations in your life between now and 2025, especially if Pisces is heavy in your birth chart, if that's your sun sign, if that, if you are between the ages of 28 and 30, if you know you have a lot of Pisces energy, if your Saturn is in Pisces, I am in no way saying it's going to be a difficult time. What I'm saying to you is that there are going to be big events that seem extremely difficult at the moment, but are very much so needed. I have an ep episode that I, I believe um, is called Saturn Takes Off Its Belt or something like that, or something, something along those lines where I get into a little bit of this and I use the example of the guy we don't talk about on this show because he is a Pisces son. He, and I believe he's, yes, right there at the age of 28. I don't really remember, but you, he, you can use his life and what his year has been like this past year to see an example of Saturn being in return and basically telling you, get your shit together. And if you don't get your shit together, I'm going to keep making this lesson very difficult for you. So what are we seeing? We're seeing an artist go from all the way at the top to not to doing okay, but not as well as they were doing the year before. <laughs> and why is that? Because they refuse to learn a lesson. They refuse. So what is Saturn going to do? Keep teaching that lesson. Okay, so that is what I mean. I hope that I answered that listener's question. Thank you for sending in that question. I will keep you anonymous as you request it. So 
the 11 by 11 method. This isn't anything new. I didn't like come up with some amazing method that no one's ever heard of. This is just something that I think is a good time to do before the major holidays when we are going to be with family, okay? Because uh, a lot of times this is family that you're not even around all the time. And sometimes that can be difficult. Everybody doesn't have a family that they get along with. Or they may have a lot of family issues or they may have no family at all. And so a lot of the time this is a this is an area where we're reflecting. This is a time that we are sitting back and really reflecting. If you don't have loved ones that you can spend Thanksgiving with. Um, and I don't celebrate Thanksgiving as a holiday. Obviously I have strong indigenous um, roots. And so the idea of celebrating Thanksgiving is wild to me, but <laughs> you have this time off and hopefully, hopefully you have this time off. And I advise you to use it to spend that time with your loved ones, to um, spend time with your friends, etc to work on yourself and maybe do some pampering of yourself and if you don't have that kind of family or friends and you're very isolated always feel free to reach out to me i um a big part of why i believe that the divine put me here is to be there for people i i i'm i'm good at it and as you all know that i don't i'm pretty blunt with my message but it's never going to be in a way that's hurtful and so when I see that somebody needs somebody that they can talk to, I hope I can be that for you. I'm good at talking, but I can be a good listener too. I can be, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm gonna get better at it. The 11 by 11 method is give me 11 things that you are grateful for. If you wanna write them down, write them down. And if you write them down, say them out loud. What are 11 things that you are grateful for right now? I don't care what they are. They don't have to be big. Even if you you can just say, I'm grateful that I woke up. I'm grateful that I have Red Bull today. That's one of my things that I'm grateful for today. <laughs> I love um, Red Bull. Well, the flavored ones. I don't like regular Red Bull. And I also want you to write down. So you are going to need a piece of paper or your notes app whatever it is that you want to write on or write with, you're going to write down 11 things that you want to do this holiday season. And before, uh, uh, wait, uh, uh, before, you, before you start with me and tell me that, well, I'm not Christian and I'm under this religion and, or I'm a witch girl. I wait, friend, I am a witch too. And so if you are also a practitioner, then you know that most holidays are very pagan very much so which means that they are their original roots are in witchcraft christmas trees yule logs easter baskets i could go on here but i won't look up the real history of some of these things okay even the real history of why christmas falls where it does now i'm not going to get into that because i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings <laughs> but just know that that was chosen for you I'll put it that way. And what that means is that you get to celebrate this time. If you don't celebrate Halloween, you still get to celebrate the, the, the festivities. If you don't celebrate Christmas, 
then no one, I mean, then you can still have a tree. If you don't like Christmas trees, that's fine. That's weird, but as, <laughs> I don't care. I agree. I, I'm, I just feel that way. Then I think it's weird as hell if you don't like Christmas trees. And if you are one of those people who gets mad at those of us who start decorating early, I need you to like yourself a little more. I need you to stop hating life because, and which is a big part of why this show exists is to help you to get there. But being upset that people are celebrating, that people are happy about something as festive and pretty as Christmas lights and Christmas trees is real strange, real odd, real odd. I hate myself energy and there's no need for you to feel that way. Okay. So those are your 11 things that I'm sorry, 11 by 11 things that I want you to do. 11 things you are grateful for and 11 things you want to do this holiday season. What are they? Okay. And because I am your favorite Afro-Latina love witch who always tells you what you don't want to hear. (laughs) Here comes my five dating tips. So I'm briefly going to be giving you all a disclaimer before I start giving you your dating tips. Um, (laughs) It's always going to be blunt. Sometimes I am going to be passionate and that is because 98% of you come to me about love and relationships and only about 1% of you actually take that advice. (laughs) However, if you want to pay me to not take my, to not actually take my advice, but just to hear it, that is up to you. Okay. But this dating advice is free. I don't need my tarot deck. I don't need to know much about the person who is taking this advice. I just hope you actually listen. Now, this is for the single people. Whenever I do dating tips, if you are already in a relationship, I don't really touch too much on those. I'm not to say that I won't, but typically what is popping up for me as far as when I'm writing down what dating tips I want to deliver is for singles. But I'll cover people who are in relationships too. Uh, Definitely, probably more so on the next episode, okay? But the five that came up this time are for the singles, okay? So the first one is when you're in the talking stage, air quotes, talking stage. The talking stage refers to when you are getting to know each other, you're going on dates, you're going on dates, all caps, because if you're just talking on the phone all the time, you're not actually dating. Okay. You're, you're just on the phone. That's your phone pal. That's all that they are. But when you are actually talking to somebody and getting to know them and it's been now six months, I need you all to figure out what it is you want to do. And this goes for both sides of, of the people in this talking stage. So each one of you, what do you want to do? Do you want to make this an exclusive thing where you two are just dating each other? Or do you want to just keep it where it is? Because if you want to keep it where it is and you're just casually dating, then you need to respect that that other person can date somebody else too. Why exactly are they in this constant loop of casually dating you, but you want them to be exclusive to you, but you don't want to call yourself exclusive. You sound dumb as hell. Okay. You sound insane. And please do not allow somebody to waste your time like that. They either want to be exclusive with you or they want to casually date. If they want to casually date, then you need to go casually date more than one person. I said date, not sleep with. 
If you want to sleep with 100 people, that's your business. What I'm saying to you as far as dating goes, it it's supposed to transition either into a serious relationship or you figuring out this person isn't the right one for you or you deciding, you know what, I just want to date around. I don't want to be serious with one person. If you don't want to be serious with one person, you need to be upfront and let that person know that. Don't waste their time. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Number two, this one is more for the men than the women because you all seem to think this is cute and it's not. Being in your divine feminine means that you attract, means that you allow whatever it is that you want to flow to you. So in terms of a relationship, the reason why it is important for women to be in their divine feminine is that you are allowing this man to come after you. It is more instinctive for a man to feel that way. And in this day and age, I have no idea when that switched. Okay. There are way too many heterosexual men expecting women to do all of the work, expecting women to chase them, expecting women to open their door, buy them flowers. You want to be the princess. Well, from, a, from somebody who is the epitome of a passenger princess, I am telling you, that if you want that energy, then you need to find a woman who matches that energy, who is heavy in her divine masculine energy. Therefore, do not date a woman who's heavy in her divine feminine energy and expect her to show you passenger princess treatment, to do all of the communicating, to do all of the reaching out, to plan all of the dates, because you are asking her to be the man in the relationship. If that's what you're wanting, there are women who are perfectly fine with that energy. Go find them. Stop wasting the girl who is in her divine feminine's energy. Stop wasting her time. Okay? And with that being said, show some interest. Gentlemen, show some interest. This whole, I'm going to text her and then text her 10 hours later bullshit, that is not attractive whatsoever. When I started dating my boyfriend, the reason why we kept we kept getting to know each other. The reason why he ended up being the guy who I ended up being exclusive with is because one, I was extremely upfront with him that there were other men interested in me and that I was willing to give some of them a chance. All of them dropped the ball though. They would text me and then several hours later text back. I am a, a terrible texter. However, if I'm interested in you, I'm going to text you back and not within a two hour time frame. If I'm busy, I'm going to tell you I'm busy. I, you know, not, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just doing X, Y, Z. Okay. But I will communicate with you. So long as I see that you are doing the same match that same energy. Okay. So if you are allegedly so interested in a woman and so you reach out to her and she texts back with she texts you back, let's say within a 10 minute time frame, what exactly took you three to four hours to, to text you know, from there. Do you suck at communicating that bad? If so, then I need you to find a different communication style and I need you to use your words and let her know, you know what? I'm not great at texting. Can we talk on the phone? I actually, you know, used to talk to a guy a long time ago who didn't like texting. He was, he preferred to talk on the phone and he told me that because that's how an adult speaks to, to one, to another one. Okay. I had no problem talking, taking the time to talk to him on the phone because I was interested. Okay. So fast forward to now the person that I'm with, 
works a lot of hours, and yet always made the time to respond, and still to this day does. Always makes the time to let me know what he's up to or that I'm on his mind. That is how you communicate. Find your communication style, okay, whether it's texting, calling, emailing, talking on the phone, what works for you, okay? And let that person know what it is. This bullshit about texting somebody several hours later because you don't want to seem too interested is so middle school. Grow up. That one was mainly for the men, okay? I'm not saying women don't do it. I'm saying that it is heavy on the on the side of men. I have several men try that with me. And honestly, I couldn't tell you any of their names because they weren't saved in my phone. And they definitely didn't make it too far with me, obviously. <laughs> Number three. Y'all aren't gonna like this, but some of you really need to hear this. <sighs> okay. <laughs> if you are living with your ex, you need to not date. It's not time for you to date. Okay. If if you are if you find somebody you are super interested in, of course be upfront with them. Let them know your situation. Prove to them that hey, this really is an ex, and we are moving out. You need to be giving them a time frame of when you're moving out. When is that lease up? When, when is that person moving out? Are you moving out or are they moving out? And if you are the person who decides, okay, well, they claim that they are no longer in a relationship with this person, but I need to see proof. You need to be very upfront with them and say to them, I will never take you seriously until you show me that you are not in a relationship. Also, where are you sleeping? If you're allegedly exes, why are you sleeping in the same bed? If you have children, tell your children. I don't want to hear none of this nonsense about your children won't understand, blah, 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 blah. Um, if your child's an infant, then you definitely need to maybe be by yourself for a while, okay? It might be time to reflect on you and get some things straightened out within your life before you start trying to include somebody new into it, okay? Let's work on that. Let's work on ourselves. That's a big part of what this show is about. Working on ourselves. However... If you have an ex, I mean, it's not uncommon for you to break up. And I'm not saying you in particular. I'm just saying as an example for people to break up and you still live together. Then that means that that's not a time to date, friend. It means that it's time to for one of you to move out, both of you to move out and then reassess and start dating. That's fine. I understand that you can't determine when you're going to meet somebody. That's not, you know, that's not necessarily up to you. Sometimes that's up to the universe. It depends. And therefore, if that is the case with you, you meet somebody and you are now, you know that you and this ex have nothing going on. You need to be as upfront as possible and you need to make sure that you are letting that person know every detail about when that ex is moving out, where you're sleeping and what your plan is. Do not ever bring somebody into your life and think that it's okay to not be upfront and honest with them. Okay. Whew. Number four, I need you to focus on what it is you actually want. Do you actually want a date right now? Is that something you really want to do or, is, or are you at a certain age so you feel you have to do it? Do you actually want to get married or is that something your family wants for you? Do you want to focus more on your career? Okay, that's fine. Then why are you wasting somebody's time? Focus on what it is you really want. 
okay? Before you bring somebody else into this, think about how it affects them and not just you. It is not always about just you. I know I I am always preaching to you about self-love and a big part of self-love is understanding that you are not the only person here on the universe. You are not the only person here and that what you do affects others. And so what you put out into the universe affects other people. Okay, so focus on what it is you actually want. If if you know that you have big career goals or you know that you want to focus more on parent on your parenting, etc. No matter what it is and dating is not really in that equation then stop wasting people's time. Okay, number five, judging based on people's pictures. I understand that people could put up some really odd pictures. I don't know, for instance, um, I remember when I was single, seeing men who, for whatever reason, thought that it was a good idea to show off the fish that they caught or the truck that they have. I, I don't know if this is a Texas thing or what, but I used to be so turned off by that. Like, I don't care anything about <laughs> the fish you caught. And this is Texas, so seeing a pickup truck is like seeing a bird it is extremely common so i was a little off i found that a little off-putting um that's not to say that i wouldn't have given any of those men a chance but i didn't immediately think of something negative i was turned off by it because i would oftentimes find that these were people who had nothing else going on in their profile they, they weren't giving us anything here to go off on but at the same time it wasn't strictly based on just their pictures okay and this one also relies heavily on how men behave now men i know you're like why are you attacking us this time (laughs) i'm not sometimes i'm going to 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 speak to the women and uh to the women i guess i get it more because i've been there before and here's the difference when I just said to you that if a man was like holding up a fish or standing next to a pickup truck that I found that to be a turnoff that didn't mean that I was like oh this person absolutely would never get my time of day this person's terrible I want nothing to do with them I didn't have that attitude towards it it's that I would typically be like oh god this guy he doesn't really have much of a personality does he and typically they didn't <laughs> but I didn't lump everybody together and say all of these people who have this type of a picture are terrible people and I want nothing to do with them. What I see on the opposite end of things though is men concluding that. As I mentioned to you before on as an example of what happened to me, I used to do a promotion for a clothing company. And so obviously I wore all the cute outfits that they sent me. And some loser who was not even slightly somebody I would be attracted to he wasn't unattractive, he just wasn't my type, had the audacity to go off on some unnecessary rant about how he's tired of women like me that are more that are more into promoting than they are into dating. Sir, I didn't even contact you. Who are you? I had I showed you no interest. And so be very careful about what kind of assumptions you make about somebody. Because you see, I was actually getting paid to post that. I was getting paid to post selfies. Okay, which is why the only time you ever see me mention anything on social media now is regarding this show because it's a promotion. I don't just personally, I don't like just posting on 
social media just to do it. I'm also in a relationship, so I don't see why I'm parading myself for who I, if I take a fire selfie, I, a lot of the time don't post those because I don't want to. They're not for everybody. They're for me. With that being said, women, if you want to post amazing selfies, I don't care what you're wearing. It doesn't matter. I don't, if I don't care if you're promoting a clothing line, it doesn't matter. Post them. It doesn't matter. Do not ever allow some man to disrespect you based on a picture. Gentlemen, you know nothing about this girl. Nothing. So she has on an amazing outfit. And so you have decided that because you're insecure, that it's okay to attack her. You better keep that shit to yourself. I better not ever hear from one of my listeners that some man has decided to attack her based on her picture. Girl, I want you to send me his information if that is the case, and I'll take care of it. And so it is. But be very mindful of how you are addressing people. If you are insecure, keep it to yourself. Work on yourself. You don't get to attack somebody because she looks so good in her pictures. You don't get to attack somebody because you assume things about them that you know nothing about. If you're not going to take the time to get to know them, leave them alone. How hard is it? Okay. Those were my five dating tips for this week. I know that by now you all are like every week <laughs> she gets us together because a lot of you, I need to get together. Okay. And like I said, next week I'll focus more on people who are in relationships. I'll give five dating tips. Cause I feel like those people who are in relationships are kind of getting um, ignored. And that, that wasn't, um, my intention. Obrigada. That means thank you in Portuguese. Say it to yourself, say it to your loved ones. And with all of the holidays coming up, take a moment to thank the universe for where you are today and where you're going tomorrow. Okay. If you would like to book a personal tarot reading with me, you can email my show at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. Again, that is luanovapodcast at outlook.com. And I do report all scams, so don't even try it. <laughs> if you would like to follow me on social media, you can find me under Josie the Mustang. That's my username on both TikTok and Instagram. If you would like to listen to one of the free playlists that I make, that all of them have quite a few listeners. So thank you for that. Um, then you can check out all of the free playlists that I make for you that are specific towards manifesting on Spotify. I make some for money manifesting, love frequencies, even improving your appearance. I have, I have a lot of playlists, so you can choose those. Um, whatever you want, those are free to use. You don't have to be a Spotify premium user to do so. If you're new to the show, I absolutely appreciate you for tuning into this frequency. And I ask you to please give my store, my, <laughs> give my show a five star rating on either the Apple podcast app or Spotify. It helps my show to reach the algorithm. The algorithm is algorithming. I don't know what is going on, but I am reaching a lot more people <laughs> and it, I am so appreciative of it. And I know I said at the end of the year, I'm going to point out all of the countries that are listening to my show, but I am just going to now mention the top four 
The first one, of course, being the U.S. The second one being Brazil. Right behind Brazil, though, is Mexico. And number four is Colombia. So thank you to those, all of those countries for being heavy listeners of my show. That means so much to me. I also seem to have a big demographic between people who are the ages of 18 to 25. I'm glad that I'm, I'm glad that I am your witchy um, prima, that I am <laughs> the, the cousin that is looking out for you. I appreciate that so much. Obrigada. Have a great weekend and a great holiday weekend. There, Of course, th- this show doesn't take breaks, not until January. January is when my show will be taking a break. But for now, I will be back on Monday with a new Lua report. Ciao. Yep, get back here. Yes, you. Yes, I'm talking to you. Come sit with me because I did not explain something very well. Okay, so I know that I said in January that this show will be taking a break. The Lua Nova podcast technically does not take breaks. (laughs) I don't believe in taking a break, and I don't care if you're like, oh, that is such a Virgo thing to say. It might be, or it might just be that that's how I am, and that I know that my show needs to always keep going. But anyway, in January of 2024, and only January, all of the episodes for January of 2024 will be pre-recorded affirmation episodes and they will air once a week. So all of January and January only will be affirmations episodes once a week starting February. So the first Monday of February, that is when season two of the Lua Nova podcast will begin. I'll have fresh episodes, fresh ideas, etc. So I am not actually taking a break. It's going to seem like it because I'm not going to be having new Lua reports. I'm not going to be teaching new manifestation techniques, but that's only for January. Season one is what is currently going on of the Lua Nova podcast. Season one will not end until the end of December. So relax. This this show will still be twice a week through all of 2023. Okay. All new episodes for the rest of 2023. There will be no breaks. In January, those will all be pre-recorded affirmation episodes. If you're not familiar with affirmations, they are simply going to be me telling you how awesome you are. And I'm going to be doing a repeat after me. Um, That's going to be the style that I do my affirmations in. Okay. That will be all of January, 2024 and only January. Okay. I hope I explained that (laughs) pretty well. Uh, I'll talk to you all on Monday. Ciao.